Hello and welcome to The Technical Foul. I'm Varun Shunker. Joining me in person for the first time today is Owen Godimer. Owen, how are you doing, man? I'm well. How are you, Varun? Pretty good. It feels nice to be next to each other at the local sports tip-off tournament. We are in the library. They're letting us use here, the gracious folks at Loudoun County High School. We'll have more stuff coming up about that tournament throughout the week. Stories, pictures, you got it, you know it. And it'll be coming out throughout the weekend on the site. Basketball started. We've been watching football a lot, talking a lot about football, but it's hoop season, guys. Uh, I've seen one and one-fourth of a game. You've seen one game for the girls' side. I saw mine on the guy side. Uh, and, you know, we saw a lot of games last year, and I think it's time we start, you know, thinking about the basketball season. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and like you said, first ever Loco Sports tip-off tournament here at Loudoun County High School. Uh, great support from the coaching staff at Loudoun County. Mark Alexander really put this whole thing together. Um, and, yeah, I'm excited to be in basketball season. It feels good. Maybe my favorite sport, yeah. although I say that about baseball and football as well. So <laughs> am I lying? Probably. Uh, we're gonna, so what we're going to do today is we're going to pick three of our most intriguing teams. I'm going to pick three on the guy side. You're going to pick three on the girl side. And then one, after that, we'll make one bold prediction about the season. But before that, let's talk about the games that we've seen. I saw Dominion play Potomac Falls. And listen, this is a weird year for Potomac Falls. Uh, lose maybe their best player in program history in Ian Anderson. And there was a lot of questions about how good they were going to be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, they, they lose Ian Anderson. Yeah, that's obviously tough. Right. Uh, they lose Hayden Hawes, which is their huge energy guy. I mean, yeah. that's a big one, of course. Uh, but they return Landon Hawes. Right. They return uh, Coker. Jalen Coker, who's like one of the most ridiculous athletes I've ridiculous seen. Stuff. And uh, I know you feel very similarly right. about him as well. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. It's actually funny. This is a little sidebar. Funny that you mentioned Anderson being one of the, one of the best in program history. Uh, the Woodgrove JV coach, Woodgrove's playing in the tip-off tournament on the boys' side. The Woodgrove JV coach, Greg Groves, actually played at Potomac Falls before your time. And he was an absolute animal, a force to be reckoned with. Uh, went on to play D1 basketball at Mount St. Mary's. Took his team to the uh, national tournament, March Madness, uh, when he was there just two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. um, an absolute animal. So it was funny. I saw him walk into the gym last night. And I was like, whoa. Greg Groves, whoa. <laughs> that's awesome. So um, really cool. But yeah, Potomac Falls. Uh, Dominion hung around a little bit in that one, didn't they? They did. So Potomac Falls goes up 15. Dominion comes back, makes it, I think, a three-point game. And then they just can't put it together a little bit short. But listen, this was a great – Landon Hawes is so fun to watch. Mm -hmm. We talked about him. And the most interesting thing about him is he's a three-level scorer, and you don't see that that often. Mm -hmm. He's a guy – he can take you to the rim. He can post you up. He can hit a little mid-range shot off a of pick-and-roll, and he's a great passer out of the pick-and-roll. And then they run him off screens like he's Stephen Curry, and he hits deep three-pointers without even yeah. thinking about it. That's a dude who's a pure scorer, and above that, he's a great distributor. I mean, he's a playmaker on all sides. And then defensively, he can't be slept on because he's really active. I mean, listen, you play under Jeff Haas long enough, you're going to be at least passable to good on defense, and Landon Haas has been incredible so far. Yeah, absolutely, and he not only has he played under Jeff Haas for the last four years, but he's played under him as his right, son for exactly. the past 18. So I mean, he's getting coached um, literally all the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So so they're going to be a fun team to watch. Um, they did fall the Valley the other night. Right. Uh, That's the other game I saw. Another father-son uh, duo <laughs> coaching there. We sat with Chad Dawson up in the uh, press box or up in the uh, bleachers last night at the tip-off. Um, that's another another good team, but it's going to be a fun match. I'm sure you're going to talk about them at some point. So Yeah, so that's an interesting game because the thing that's kind of interesting is I don't think that the one weakness that Potomac Falls might have is they don't have anyone who can guard smaller guards. Trent Dawson isn't a small guy, but he's not, you know, he's he's a strictly a one guard. Yeah, he's he, quick and shifty. Right, and, and he's yeah. incredible. He's maybe, he might be player of the year in 
bold prediction. We never yeah. know. <laughs> Who knows what the bold prediction is going to be? But listen, they don't have that Anson. They got uh, Renzen Mendoza, who's a pretty good defender, but he's nothing incredible. They got Justin Harrison, who's pretty good, but again, nothing special. Their two best defenders are probably Landon Haas and Jalen Coker. And Jalen Coker is the first out of those two. Mm-hmm. And Coker's great. Coker's incredible. And they had him guarding uh, the point guard at Dominion, uh, Ryan Carlin, for most of that game. But here's the thing. He's still a bigger guy, and you may want him on a guy like Zion Ball or Umar Abade or playing in the post a little bit. And when you do that, that allows Trent Dawson to have a little bit more of an impact. And he really, really tore up that Potomac Pulse defense, especially late. They gave him some fast break opportunities. And there was some sloppy defense that you don't normally see from a Jeff Foss team. Yeah, for sure. And and you mentioned Coker. due to free safety on the football team wide receiver yeah, so he exactly. can guard a guard but he's also just going to bully people inside right. so you can really put him where you need to matchup wise he's probably him and landon both are going to be very flexible defensively where you want to match those guys mm-hmm. up uh coker probably a little bit more so just because of the pure athleticism everywhere um so it's going to be they're going to be a fun team to watch this year uh we'll see how the rest of their season goes we're obviously really early right it's really early but they've already lost one game i think they went like 20 something and oh last year before losing the first so it's going to be interesting on the dominion side of things it was just a weird game like i was talking to head coach anthony eifler before the game and he said uh, a lot of our guys just haven't practiced together because of injuries. Sam Shelton had just come off an injury, and he was, you know, it was his first game back. He had really been, he was around like 80%, I heard, mm. and he didn't look good in the first half. He was struggling a lot. A lot of turnovers, wasn't really able to make quick decisions. Be- I don't, maybe it's because uh, somewhat of the injury was limiting him from being as effective because he was great last round. I mean, I remember a game against Freedom where he dropped 30 something and he was incredible. So, very interested to see how Dominion bounces back. They've got a huge test on Monday against Briar Woods before they start the conference schedule. Because listen, full, uh, the, the Dulles district is going to be very interesting at the top because I was talking to uh, Trent Dawson at Valley, and you know they're right now the established team in that district. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, uh, he was talking with the two teams he brought up, County and Dominion. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see those two matchups. So let's talk about the game you saw, though. You went to the Tuscarora at Freedom girls game. I did, yeah. So uh, Tuscarora Freedom, two perennial powers in girls basketball. Last uh, year they met in the final, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they meet in the final every year almost, <laughs> I feel like. So they're both ridiculously talented teams. Uh, Freedom is a bit down this year. They graduated. I was actually looking at this today. They graduated three all-loco first-team guards uh, in June, which, I mean, you lose Jalen Batts, Cameron Meter, and uh, I'm blanking on uh, girl Morgan Harden. Yes. Uh, and when you lose three talented players like that, it's really hard to fill in. Brenna Haley, their forward who returns, their only returner, uh, returning starter, went off for 18 and 11 or 18 and 12, and uh, she's going to do that all season based on the, the kind of the pieces they have around her. Uh, but Tuscarora is, they're good. Uh, they Tuscarora returns our all loco player of the year from last year, Isabella Middleton. Uh, she put up 17 double doubles last year in like 22 she games. She got 40 just, points in multiple games. Yeah, that so tells you all you need to know. Folks. She averaged 25 and 11. Uh, when you put up numbers like that, it's ridiculous. Uh, this is a cool story. She played the first two years of her high school career with her older, older sister, sister Kennedy. Kennedy. She's playing her senior season with her baby sister Grace, or her younger <laughs> sister Grace, uh, who's a freshman who, in her varsity debut, uh, in that game against Frida, put up 13 and 6. So uh, the Middletons are here, and they are uh, here to make some noise in the Dulles District. They've reclassified, as we yeah. all know, down to uh, to Class 4 and the Dulles District. Uh, they're going to have their hands full with a couple of teams, but um, if they can work together, those two alone are going to help carry that team uh, a long, long way this year. Yeah, uh, I spoke with Isabella Middleton last year uh, on a technical foul episode. Go check it out, folks. 
and uh, you know she was incredibly impressive. She had great answers to everything, and she talked about that relationship she had with her older sister and how that helped her. So it's going to be interesting to see hmm. how she passes on to her younger sister. This is a bit of a tangent, but there's an interesting article to, to be written at some point about the best families in Loudoun County sports history. I mean, you got the Griffiths, the Dawsons, the Haas, the Middletons. I feel like there's a there's an interesting yeah, to look and at I there. mean the, you're just talking about guys that have played in the last ten years. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jeff and Scott Logman played at Park Football at Parkview. Those guys, one of them got drafted the gigs, by sorry, the NFL. One of them uh, signed a free agent contract in the NFL, mm-hmm. both from Parkview when Parkview was a, 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 a wreck, uh, you know, a force to be reckoned with in the county in all sports. Um, so yeah, there's obviously so that I mean that would be a cool story to kind of put together. There'd be a cool story there too about fathers and sons who played and coached at the same time. Even right yeah. now, we got I mean three that we just brought up: Dawson's, the Hawes, and the Griffiths. Mm-hmm. Three playing like right now. So yeah, so. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so now let's go pick our three most intriguing teams. We'll alternate. So let's start with your first most intriguing team for the uh, girls' basketball season. Yeah, intriguing. I mean, let's just start with Tuscarora. Uh, they're an easy pick. The Middleton sisters are absolutely uh, ridiculous. From what we've seen so far, Grace obviously hasn't uh, done so much to prove in herself. I've only seen her play once. I mean, she looked absolutely incredible in her first game, 13-6, and six, like I said. Um, but we'll see once she starts getting ramped up into the season what things will look like. I, you have a girl like Isabella Middleton, though, dropping and double doubles every night scoring 40 points five or six times a year that's going to be a team that's going to be tough to beat um, in a four a four a class that uh, is going to be you know kind of middle to bottom heavy mm-hmm. uh, I think so we'll see as the season ramps up if that holds true but uh, Tuscarora is certainly going to be one of the contenders in Dulles all right so my first boys team is freedom this is interesting because most people are like, ah, Freedom, you know, they were state uh, runner-ups last year. They were incredible down the stretch, but they weren't that good for the regular season. And that's something that people are going to miss when they look at this team's just, you know, final result last year. They were inconsistent down the stretch. And there were some serious questions about how they do. I mean, they lost to John Champ near the end of the year after beating Champ by 40 early in the year. It was just, it looked like things were going to go bad for them in a huge way. And then they got to the playoffs and they turned it on in a way that I haven't seen a team do in a very long time. And the spark plug for them was Angelo Easter. He came off the bench for a little bit and scored a bunch of points, dished out a bunch of assists, and he gave them a huge change of pace. Then in the playoffs, he started and he dropped 30 points against Pot Falls. I mean, he was just next level stuff. He's injured, he's out for the year. How are they going to deal with that? Where does the offensive load shift around? I mean, Lance Johnson is incredible. Uh, he's incredibly fun to watch as a defensive player, but I don't know how much he can do offensively. And in the first game, the best score they had was Robbie Kemmer. So it's going to be Robbie, it's going to be Lance, and then there's a couple guys that, need, that I'm interested to see. Anish Kalyan uh, is going to be starting for them now. He dropped 11 points in their first game. Um, one of your Zach, buddies. Yeah, one of my buddies, Anish Kalyan. <laughs> uh, Zach Honig, great knockdown shooter. He's also an interesting piece. Also a really good athlete. So. Right, exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that they can do here, and they're not one and one. They lost their first game uh, last night on Thursday. So where do they go? How do they react? And what's it going to be like for them in a very different year without Easter? So what's your second team for the girls? Yeah, so second team, you, you mentioned intriguing team. So I don't want to say these are right. going to be the best teams. We're talking about intrigue, though. Um, this is going to shock some people, but I'm going to go with the Stonebridge Bulldogs. Uh, Stonebridge, a really young team last year, and it couldn't put all of it together. But 
but uh, head coach Kyle Linder knew they were young. He mm -hmm. knew that they had some things they needed to work on. One of the key pieces they were missing last year was all loco uh, shooting guard Anna Master, who had actually transferred uh, to a private school, I think St. John's two years, or last year. Mm -hmm. um, just, Kyle just sent me their roster this afternoon, and Anna's number one on the team, uh, you know, mm -hmm. wearing jersey number one, and, and she'll be their, their best player this year without any, without any question in my mind. Uh, add her back into that mix, a little bit more experience from Stonebridge, in a, a Potomac district that's going to be pretty even, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, there's across no the freedom board. at the top right now. There's no freedom at the top anymore. Uh, there's Tuscarora's dropped down. I think Briar Woods is going to be competitive. Potomac Falls is going to be really competitive. Sure. Uh, but I think Stonebridge is going to work their way into that conversation really? for sure. Uh, I mean, you watch Anna Master play, you need to go to a Stonebridge girls we'll game do. this year. Next She's level? ridiculous. Right. Yeah, next level. Next, next level. All so. Right. Is she going to be challenging Isabella Modison for that? Yeah, for sure. For she, sure? She's, oh, she's a lethal scorer. Wow. And uh, even as a freshman and sophomore, I remember like watching her bright red hair. She wore a face mask either her freshman or sophomore wow. year, like a little uh, Rick Hamilton style. Uh -huh. uh, and she just knocked down shot after shot. You could put four girls on her, and she would hit shots over them, Damn. falling out of bounds. So, Is she, She's a senior now, you said? Uh, yeah, senior this year. So, All right. So my second team for the uh, boys is someone we saw play yesterday, Woodgrove. 5C is going to be really crowded. The Potomac District is just, it's kind of weird. I mean, last year you had Potomac Falls as a top team. You had Freedom nipping at the bud and you had Briarwoods. Those were the top three. There was Potomac Falls and then there was uh, Freedom and Briarwoods. This year, Potomac Falls, like we talked about, no Ian Anderson. Uh, Freedom, no uh, Angelo Easter. Briarwoods brings back a lot of guys. Holden Phillips is back. Aiden Clark is back. So they have some con continuity there. But then there's a little bit of you know competition below. Stonebridge uh, lost Evan Buckley, so they're kind of out of the conversation right now. But Woodgrove, I'm really interested to see because they've got that one piece. They got Brock Redman, and we saw him <laughs> yesterday. The dude is a monster in the post. There, yeah, there's not a guy better than him in the county I don't think inside. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's been one in my lifetime. The way he plays the game. Ian mm -hmm. Anderson was obviously an incredible force. Greg Groves, we mentioned, incredible inside. But the way that Brock plays, he you're never going to catch him out on the, on the perimeter. Mm -hmm. He's going to get into there, and he's going to bully you around. Right, for sure. Um, an interesting matchup, you brought up Brock there, and you also brought up Holden Phillips. That's going to be a fun matchup to watch That's, this yeah, year in the Potomac District. Holden Phillips likes to bully people around, mm -hmm. too. Um, he's one He's big, but he's maybe not as much meat on his bones mm -hmm. as Brock has. But the dude plays big. Uh, that'll be, a, I think, a really fun matchup because neither of them are going to hang out around the perimeter. Like right. Savage guarded, uh, Tyler Savage from Champ uh -huh. guarded Redmond last night, but they didn't really get into it in yeah, the middle right. too much. Right, right, Holden right. Phillips and Brock Redmond are going to get into it in the middle. So yeah. that's going to be a fun it's matchup to watch for sure. So, yeah, uh, you know, 5C is just going to be kind of crowded. I want to mm -hmm. see it's not as deep a team as they've been in the past, but maybe they can take a step. Maybe a few guys that haven't played before kind of click a little bit and then next thing you know they're at the top competing with the freedoms and the potomac falls what's your second girls team third girls team oh third uh, we're on team. the third team so i can count i uh, can't count uh i so uh, real quick i just want to talk like for one second briarwood Latin valley i'm not discounting them those are going to be two of the top teams in their respective uh -huh. districts that not a question about sure. that uh megan this stevenson is intriguing teams not yeah, best teams Latin valley megan stevenson's uh going to be a, a force in the dulles and briarwood just had a whole bunch of different pieces uh grace nathan though um, I think she's a junior this year. Uh, Start on the you know played on the volleyball team that went to the state playoffs. Uh, she's absolutely ridiculous, and they have a lot more pieces than that. But just to to mention those two teams, Potomac Falls is going to be my third team though. They return eleven of their thirteen varsity players, which is uh, unheard of. They return yeah. a couple girls that were all region last year, first team or second team. Um, it's a team that has had kind of its ebbs and flows over there. They've always kind of been a middle of the pack team. They've never really kind of stood out from the crowd. Uh -huh. 
Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see them play this year. Lenny Walt has done a great job with them over the course of his career. He's been there for a long time as their head coach. They beat um, Dominion. In the they beat Dominion game. already. So uh, that team, uh, just an intriguing uh, look at, you know, different possibilities uh, with all the different players they have. So, yeah, be ready for them to uh, make some noise this year in the Potomac District. All right, my last team is going to be Briar Woods. We talked about them a little yep. bit. They had a great year last year, really effective. Like this, you said, continuity matters, and they bring back three of their better players. What can they do this year? And maybe they're the team to beat now. Yeah, I don't disagree with that, actually. I watched them play a couple times last year. Uh, the they're guys really they return back, Incredible. they're good. They, they're, I mean, they're very, they, very good. They don't have – Holden Phillips, their best player, in my opinion. Uh -huh. Aiden Clark, very good, but Holden Phillips, their best player, in my opinion. They don't have a guy that stands out like Brock Redmond's or the Tyler Savage's right. or the Matt Anderson's at Loudoun County or the Evan Buckley's at Stonebridge or the Ian, – Ian They don't have that guy. They don't have that guy. But they are – top to bottom just solid basketball Death. players um and they work well together they uh -huh. can all uh, other than like i said holden phillips is not going to want to shoot i'm sure he could shoot he's going to stay inside they can all shoot they can all drive they can all dribble they can all pass they are really ridiculously active on defense uh i am well coach yeah uh yeah Derek butler does a great job with him he was here at uh, county a few years ago taking that head coaching job over at briar woods um, they are going to be a really, really, really tough team, and I don't disagree that they could be the team to beat this year in the Potomac District. Yeah, and that leads me right to my bold prediction. I'm going to say the player of the year for the uh, all-loco all player of the year. Ooh, I've been going back and forth on this one so much. It's a tweet I put out earlier this week talking about both of these guys. I'm going to give it to Trent Dawson. I, th I think... He's going to be – his team's going to rack up wins. He's going to be able to get a lot of assists, pass it to some really talented players. And I think he's just going to edge out these other guys, including Landon Haas, uh, Holden Phillips, Brock Redmond, Tyler Savage. I think he's going to edge out these guys. But second bold prediction, I think uh, Tyler Savage and the John Champ Knights are going to be very good. We saw him play yesterday against Woodgrove. They look great. I think it's a great system, great new coach, and I think it's going to be a great season. Yeah, absolutely. A lot I, of great Those stuff. are uh, – those are – both interesting hot takes and I don't even think I they're, two they're, for the price of one. they're super bold I think that Trent Dawson an incredible player and we like you said we saw champ play last night um I might drop a super bold prediction and that's what it is all it is is a super bold prediction Can I guess it yeah let's see it uh Lamaster wins the player of the year. no not Lamaster uh, but I'm not picking Middleton that's what my bold prediction is going to be and this is going to throw a lot of people for loop I'm going to say uh freedom senior Brenna Haley. Whoa. She's going to put up double-double numbers every night. Um, that's what the difference was last year between mm -hmm. Jalen Batts and us giving it to Isabella Middleton. We look at Isabella's numbers. You're putting up 25 and 11. Yeah, Jalen Batts was more of a distributor mm -hmm. and did some other things, but those are ridiculous numbers. And I anticipate Brenna Haley averaging 20 and 10 or 15 and 15 and 15 this year. Uh, she's going to put up like Brock Redmond's going to put up for Woodgrove. She's going to put up the same thing on the girls' side. Um, so that's one, maybe one bold prediction. This one less bold, and we, we talked about it. I think Potomac Falls is going to win the Potomac District in Ooh. girls. Okay. Uh, which I don't know if they ever have or the last time they did that. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, be on the lookout for A lot of interesting shakeups this year Absolutely. around the county. I mean, you see it sometimes year to year, but, like, especially this year, there's a lot of a lot of uncertainty, and especially yes. with the new season, you can't really lock down one pick per se. But that's all for this episode of uh, Technical Foul. We have to go run and catch the tip-off tournament's second day, first game. So we'll catch you guys later.